Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. And so what do you do? You acknowledge to yourself, yeah, you know, there, there's this lack uh, here showing up in my life. But Lord, praise God, I believe that you've already supplied all of my needs 2,000 years ago. Praise God, I thank you that this need is already met. I release my faith for that. You see, that's, that's how you do that. And I notice that word, he says, consider. That word, consider, has to do with your focus. Now, that word, in the Greek means to regard attentively. It is really what are you giving your focus to. That word consider also means to to meditate. You see, when you're operating in faith, it's 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 putting your focus. You you take your focus away from the issue. In other words, you you, you don't allow negative meditation to take you over. Negative meditation, guys, is what worry is. Negative meditation is you rehearsing worst-case scenarios in your mind. Well, no, you don't want to do that. You operating in faith is you not considering the issue. It's you considering Jesus, you see. It's, it's, it's you considering that Jesus has already taken care of it. And so you, you considering that means you begin to meditate on that. You begin to meditate on the finished works of Jesus Christ. You see, this is a big part of faith is, is what are you meditating on? What are you considering? What are you uh, putting your, your attention on? And he says, we consider and look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are visible are temporal, brief, fleeting, but the things that are invisible are deathless and everlasting. Glory to God. Now, let me ask you this question, guys. How do you look at and consider something that you can't see? How do you keep your attention and your focus on something that you cannot see just yet? The answer, we got to do it through the Word, guys. You got to do it through the word. This is another thing that, that happens sometimes when people come to understand grace. You understand grace and now you, 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 you suddenly think, well, uh, I don't have to get into the word anymore. The word of God is really not that important anymore, guys. I want you to understand nothing could be further from the truth. Glory to God. You see, Satan will always try to throw in just a little bit of error. You know, what did Jesus say? say he said, a, a little bit of leaven, uh, it, 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 it destroys the whole lump, you see. <laughs> and so a little bit of error, guys, is going to mess up the whole lump, <laughs> in other words. And so, and so us understanding grace does not mean we're not going to the Word anymore. It does not mean that we're now Glory to God. It doesn't mean that the word is no longer the final authority in the life of a believer. You see, you living this life of faith, you can't separate that from you being in the word of God. How do we consider and look at the things we can't see through our physical senses yet? We got to do it through the word. You see, we know what we have as a result of being in Christ through the word of God. You see, the Word of God tells you what Jesus has already finished for you. The Word of God, and, and guys, thank you, Lord. Let me say this too. Specifically, what you look at is you look at the Word of grace. 
Guys, remember, you want to always rightly divide the Word, and so you look at the Word through the lens of the finished works of Jesus Christ. And guys, may I just remind you, the Bible says that as a result of the finished works of Jesus Christ, every promise of God is yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Uh, the Bible says that as a result of the finished works of Jesus Christ, all of the promises of God are already uh, uh, for you. And so when you look at the Word of God, you look at the Word of God, you look at it and you what you see is a book filled with promises that have been made to you as a born-again believer in this new covenant. And so you look at the Word to see what you've already got in Christ. And so the Word of God and faith are inseparable. Faith looks to the Word. And faith looks to Jesus, guys. And so, and so, what does this life of faith look like? Well, faith is a positive response to what grace has already made. And so faith always looks to what Jesus has already done. And I really want to make sure you, you, you get this. And so in other words, you're believing for healing. It's not just, man, I believe I'm healed. It's not you trying to get God to heal you. No, your first response, guys, this is why we take communion. Your first response is, is I look to the cross. My healing happened 2,000 years ago. My deliverance happened 2,000 years ago. My soundness happened 2,000 years ago. So you look to Jesus, you look to his finished work, and then you look to the Word of God so that you can begin to find the promise in the Word of God. If you're believing God for healing, what you would do is you would find healing scriptures. If you're believing God for a provision, you would find prosperity scriptures. You see, whatever the need is, you go and find those scriptures. And so now what you do is, is you begin to meditate those scriptures. You see, you begin to fill your heart and your mind with those scriptures, but you're doing it, here's the key, you're doing it not to try to get God to move in your life. You see, you're not trying to impress God with what you're doing so that He can move in your life. Nope. In fact, works of faith, guys, are things that we do for our benefit. You get into the Word, not so you can impress God with how much time you spend in the Word. No, you get into the Word so you can establish your heart in that promise, so you can keep your focus on what Jesus has already done. Works of faith are not to try to get God to move. It's, it's, it's you aligning yourself with what Jesus, with what grace, has already done. And what you will find, guys, as, as we get more further into this, you'll find that the things that you do is mostly going to be, uh, is, is going to be inner work. You see, things that you do when you're, when you're operating in faith is mostly, is mostly the work of, of believing. In fact, look at, look at, uh, St. John chapter 6, verses, uh, 28 through 29 in the King James and uh, also in the Amplified Bible. St. John chapter 6, verses 28 through 29 in the King James and in the Amplified. We've looked at the scripture quite a bit. I just want to keep showing you this, man. Glory to God, man. I want you to dream about this scripture. <laughs> Is it, I, I want you to really just, just get this deep on the inside of yourself. Look at what he, what he says here. You see, St. John chapter 6, verse 28. 
says, Then said they unto him, speaking to Jesus, they said, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? So, what shall we do so we can work the works of God, so we can see the promises of God showing up in our lives? What shall we do to live a life of faith in the finished works of Jesus? Look at verse 29. Verse 29 says, Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he hath sent. Praise God. Notice they said, What are the works that we shall do? Plural. Jesus answered and he said, Well, well, well hold on, guys. He said, Slow down, guys. <laughs> uh, it's not about works plural. No. There's one work I want you to do. It's singular. And he says, this is the work I want you to do. He says, believe on him whom he hath sent. Look at this in the New Living Translation. Notice, guys, there is a work for us to do. But that work is not to try to get God to do anything. The work is believe in what he's already done. Verse 28, New Living Translation says, They replied, We want to perform God's works too. What should we do? And verse 29, I love it, guys, says, Jesus told them, This is the only work God wants from you. Child of God, this is the only work God wants from you. He says, Believe in the one he has sent. Now, notice that Jesus is calling, believing in him, a work. And I want to be very clear here, guys, that I'm, as I said earlier, I am not talking about your eternal salvation. I don't want you to think that this is what you're doing is, is, is trying to make sure you're going to heaven. No, that's already a done deal, you see. What we're talking about here is living a life of appropriating right here in the earth realm, guys, the things that Jesus has already finished for us, you see. You see, Jesus purchased salvation. Salvation is, is Jesus having purchased wholeness for you in spirit, soul, and body. You see, you see, that's what prosperity is, guys. You see, when I talk about prosperity, when we talk about prosperity, guys, we're not just talking about money. And we're going to get into this some more next year. We're going to be teaching quite a bit on, 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 on prosperity. And we're going to be teaching quite a bit on, 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 on what it means to prosper. You see, how does prosperity function in the kingdom of God? And I want you to understand that prosperity is not just money. Money is included in prosperity, but it's not just money. No, prosperity is you having the peace and the shalom and the wholeness of God in every area of your life with nothing missing and nothing broken. And so we're talking about we're talking about seeing that manifesting in our lives. Jesus said, in order for you to see that, the work is is belief, you see. That that the work is belief. It's belief. That's it. Now, now watch this. What does prosperity look like? Prosperity in your spirit is is simply you being born again. 
prosperity in your soul, soul prosperity, guys, glory to God, is you having the peace of God in your life, you having the, the joy of the Lord in your life, you having a sense of fulfillment in your life. And what does prosperity of the body look like? Well, that means healing for your physical body. It also means your needs being supplied in, in, in any area of your life that includes your finances. You see, it means uh, your, your, your affairs and your family, it being well with your family, you see. And so all of that is included when we talk about prosperity. All of that is included in the finished works of Jesus Christ. People always like to attack this teaching. The Lord has told me uh, to be very strong on this, guys, because I want you to understand that you got to get away from this idea, this religious idea that says, well, Alex, you know, maybe God doesn't want me uh, to have this thing. Maybe God doesn't want me to prosper. Maybe God doesn't want me uh, 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 to be healed. Guys, I want you to understand those are erroneous religious teachings. We want to get rid of those. We're going to show you from the Word that it is God's will for you to experience the fullness of the blessing. It is God's will for you to have His uh, uh, blessings manifest in every area of your life. Now, you got to know that in order for you to, to, to live by faith. So remember, we, we shared with you in the last series that one type of unbelief is, 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 is wrong belief. It comes from wrong teaching. People who think, well, maybe it's not God's will for us to be healed or, or prosperous. Well, guys, we got to get away from that. And so salvation, zozo, is wholeness in every area of your life. Now, how do we get this to show up in our lives? Jesus says, this is the work that's yours to do. And he says, believe in the one he has sent. Now, we hear this a lot. And oftentimes there's people who'll say, well, Alex, I hear this and I, 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 I don't really know how to do this practically. You see, I, I think I'm believing God, but... But how do I know I'm really believing God? And so, and so this is something, this is part of the reason why the Lord is having me teach this series. I want you to really see, as, a, as, as we go through this teaching in the next few weeks, I want you to see what does a life of believing God look like versus living a life of you through your self-effort and performance trying to get God to do what He's already done. What does it look like when we truly believe God where our children are concerned? When we believe God where our healing is concerned, where our provisions are concerned? You see, when we talk about believing in the finished works of Jesus Christ, guys, we're not talking about mental assent. Mental assent is, is to intellectually agree that something is true. You, you can see it in the Word and you intellectually agree that that's what the Word says, but you don't see the power of it operating in your life. That's mental ascent. Yet, when we truly believe the promises of God, I want you to understand, they become a part of you. They become a part of you. And, 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 and that's what works of faith is all about, guys. Works of the law is trying to perform to get God to do it. Works of faith is you, glory to God, is you, Stepping back from all the things you think you got to do. And you learning to have some quiet time every day. Where you just get with Jesus. Where you just get with the Word and the promises in the Word. And what you do is you begin to meditate the Word. You begin to meditate in the Word of God. Do you know that's a work of faith? 
Because what does it mean to meditate? Meditate means you think intently upon the promises. Meditate means you ponder what Jesus has already done. Meditate also includes the use of your imagination. In other words, here's how you know you truly believe God where a certain issue in your life is concerned is can you already see yourself being healed before the healing shows up in your life? Can you already see yourself being prosperous before the provision shows up in your life? And the way that you begin to see yourself living in the promises of God is through meditation. Meditation is a work of faith. Meditation is to begin to see ourselves the way God sees us, righteous, redeemed, blessed, living in the fullness of what Jesus has made available, meditating the promises, speaking the promises. You see, uh, and I'll be teaching on this in the next few weeks, you see, I, I, speaking the promises, making confessions of faith is, is crucial, guys, but again, Sometimes we do the right things with a wrong motive. You're speaking the word and you think you're speaking the word to try to get God to move. Well, no, what you're doing is you're speaking the word. Well, first of all, before you speak the word, what you want to do is you want to take some time to meditate the word so that the word can be established in your heart. You see? And so before you speak, just be quiet for a bit and just kind of meditate those promises. Get with the Lord, pray in the Holy Ghost a bit until your heart is filled with the promise and then out of a full heart you begin to speak the promises of God over your life not to try to get God to do it but to give life to your believing that he's already done it and what happens is guys words are spiritual containers that carry the very substance of what it is you're speaking and so if, if you speak something out of a believing heart out of a full heart your word is carrying the substance of what you're speaking from the invisible to the visible. That's another definition of faith. Faith makes the transfer between what you've already got in the spirit and your born-again spirit. So the Bible says you have every spiritual blessing if you're in Christ. Faith makes the transfer between what you've already got in your spirit and what your day-to-day -day real life experience is. And so you meditating the word speaking the word out of a full heart is 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 some practical things that you do to live this life of faith praise god let's uh finish off here i'm i'm pretty much out of time i want to show you um galatians chapter 2 verses 20 through 21 um, and I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation for time's sake. I just want to read this to you and we'll finish it here. I'll close here for today and I'll pick this up next time. Galatians chapter 2 verses 20 through 21 in the New Living Translation. This is the life of faith, guys. L listen to this now. He says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. The old self is who you were before you got saved. He says that old self has been crucified, past tense, with Christ. You're not a sinner saved by grace. No, the sinner 
was crucified, past tense, with Christ. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The old self, the old identity is crucified, and he says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And that's key, guys, to understanding this life of faith. It's no longer you doing things in your own self-effort and strength. It's Christ living in you. Do you know that Christ living in you means that everything that he is is now on the inside of you? You don't need to get faith. You've already got the faith of Christ. We'll look at that next time. You've already got the faith of Christ. Why? Because Christ is in you. You just got to learn to, to use the faith you've already got. You see, Christ in you means his righteousness is in you. His peace is in you. His wisdom is in you. Uh, his, 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 his wholeness is in you. Glory to God, you see. And so, it's Christ who lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Look at verse 21. I'll end it here for today. He says, I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. How do we treat the grace of God as meaningless? He says, for if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. And so, if you're still trying to live by the law to be okay with God or to try to get the promises of God to show up in your life, if you're if you're relying on your own self-effort and performance to try to get God to heal you or deliver you, what he's saying here, guys, is that that is to treat the grace of God as meaningless. The King James here says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. You know what frustrates heaven, guys? Is us being down here as the church of Jesus Christ trying to do through our performance what Jesus already did for us, guys. That frustrates heaven. Well, I submit to you, let's not frustrate heaven. Let's trust confidently that what Jesus has done was enough. And now our life is no longer a life of trying to perform to impress God with our performance. Our life is a life of meditating the word, speaking the word, fellowshipping with Jesus, glory to God, so that what he has done for us can begin to be a reality in our hearts. And guys, do you know when something's real in your heart, that's when it's going to show up in your life. Because the Bible said out of the issues, or the Bible said out of the heart, the issues of life come. So ultimately, things that we manifest in our lives are connected to the things that we let into our hearts. And so you're no longer living a life of trying to perform. No, you're living a life of making sure that what's in your heart is the finished works of Jesus Christ, you see. Making sure that you focus on what Jesus has done to the extent that that becomes the reality of your life. And you know, that takes us right back to what we taught in our last series. That takes you to a place of rest. You see, when, when, when you realize it's already done, it takes you to a place of rest, a place of peace, a place of calm. And it is from that place, guys, that uh, the powerful things will happen in your life. Why? Because faith, the highest form of faith, is you 
resting in what's already been done. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. And I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.